News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, severe air pollution has hit parts of the country as the drop in temperature sees households crank up their solid fuel fires and heating systems. And Paul Dean, Senior Lecturer in Clean Energy at UCC, joins us. Paul, this is a bit of an annual event, isn't it? Every time it gets very cold, people light the fire. Yeah, unfortunately, it pops up every year. Look, we all go inside, we light the fires, and the cold actually does two things. It forces people to light the fires, but unfortunately as well, when those fires are lit, now particularly what we're talking about here is from solid fuels. That's peat, smoky coal, and poor quality timber. What happens there is that, look, the soot goes up the chimney, it's very cold, the soot comes out on the outside, and it settles down near the ground. Now, this is really a huge uh, public health issue, because about 1,300 people will die prematurely this year in Ireland because of that poor air quality. Unfortunately, that soot settles on the ground, we breathe it in outside and what's very unfair yeah. about this kind of pollution that it tends and to we disproportionately are affect the elderly. areas with huge levels uh, of um, air pollution, aren't we? Currently something like 10 times the recommended level by the WHO. Exactly. So, for example, yesterday, Edenderry last night would have been about 10 times higher than what's recommended safe. Again, look, that reflects a lot of peat burning in the area. And look, people yeah. are burning peat because it's affordable, but it causes a huge public risk to the people who are breathing it in outside. Again, the elderly and the very young are anyone with a respiratory illness. So not only is it an environmental issue, which is bad for the planet, it's very bad for people. Uh, and it's something really that we need to try and get, get, get addressed in the long run. I know the government did launch recently that um, www.airquality.ie where you could check the air quality in your local area. It was, it was quite localised so you could see whether or not if you did have asthma or some such, what it was like out the window before you went out into it and if you had a condition you could stay home. But, but that's saying we're already, you know, it's a given that the air quality would be poor. Should, should something be changed to stop this from happening, do you think? Yeah, it's very hard to look. It's, it's it, again, it comes down to affordability. People are burning these fuels, you know, peat and smoky coal, not because they want to pollute, but really because they're the cheapest fuels. So, in the long run, what we need to do is really look at the, the housing stock in those areas and making cleaner alternatives and better alternatives available. Now, unfortunately, they're all just incredibly expensive. A lot yeah. of these homes will leak a huge amount of heat. You're talking anywhere in the region of about you know seventy to eighty thousand to insulate a home, so it requires uh, less amount of heat. And then you could look to switch it over to clean renewables. So, what we need to do is come up with some clever ideas about making finance available, you know, 100% finance uh, for these people, these families. One of the ideas that they're looking at in Europe is instead of linking the finance to the person, link it to the property. So it would be linked to your property tax and then it's paid back maybe over 100 years over the lifetime of the property. That would make it more affordable. Look, it's a bit of a radical way of thinking about this problem. But again, it's such an important public health issue. We really do need to start thinking about this in a very different way. I know you and other people, though, Paul, have said things like that it costs 80 grand to retrofit a house. A lot of people wouldn't have anything like a tenth of that in their back pocket to spend on retrofitting. Oh yeah, no way, no way. Look, and again, the kind of demographic who are kind of burning a lot of these fuels, they tend to be the elderly, you know, and the payback for a lot of these things will be 20 to 30 years. So again, putting finance on the table, putting cash on the table, I think is really important. And the government need to step in here, you know, take responsible for those those longer payback times. It's all well and good if you have a few quid and you're able to spend that amount of money doing your property, but most of these families, most of these people don't. And that's where the idea of property-linked finance rather than person-linked finance makes a lot more sense, because if you do insulate your home, the benefit can be passed on to the next generation. So if you sell your home, if you pass yeah. on, for example, they end a up really, paying for really that benefit. Interesting idea. And look, thank you for speaking to us this morning on all of that. That is Paul Dean, their senior lecturer in clean energy at UCC. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.